to Horsefly Chronicles Radio with Julia and Philip Siracusa, sponsored by Carnation, airing live on the United Public Radio Network on 105.3 FM in New Orleans. This show's entrance has been edited, produced, and directed by Gwen Clapper from Perfect Trust Productions, LLC. You can find us at perfecttrustproductions.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monday night's segment of Horsefly Chronicles Radio with myself, Julia Syracusa, and Phil Syracusa. We're broadcasting live from the International Public Radio and the United Paranormal Radio Network on 105.3 FM from New Orleans. This evening's show is fully sponsored by Carnation, so we want to thank them for their sponsorship. You'll have to do a few things in order to participate. Go over to the YouTube channel, UFO Paranormal Radio or International Public Radio. You can also go into all of the Facebook stations, UFO Paranormal Radio Network, UFO Undercover with Joe Montaldo, News on the Flip Side, Twitch, SoundCloud, and Podbeam. And if you have any questions for our guests, please ask tonight, guys. We have another amazing guest. So please welcome... Christina Corsetti. Christina grew up in Salem, Massachusetts and has had experiences of her own. She became very interested in the paranormal field. She has dedicated over 20 years of, of in the education of paranormal over the years, giving the fans what they have craved for. Christina will always continue to bring life to the paranormal world with her experience and dedication. She is a paranormal investigator who does her own evidence reviews and collects EVPs. She's also a witch, and she's also the owner of Beyond the Gravestones Paranormal Magazine. So you can find all of her work on beyondthegravestones.wixsite.com. So please, let's welcome her to the show. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, it's great to have you on tonight. Yes. I appreciate it. Well... We, so if you could just like tell everyone how you got started in the world of paranormal, the supernatural. Um, sure. Um, I grew up in Salem and living in those uh, old houses, the 1800 houses. They had a lot of experiences. And from there, I created uh, Haunted Salem, which I dedicated a lot of my time to helping others um, that needed help. And I became um, I, I had a team and um, started paranormal investigating and helping people uh, with their, you know, with their issues. And um, through all of that, and I've had Haunted Salem for over 20 years, and that's um, sharing articles and things like that on social media. And um, I've done that for so long that I wanted to um, create a magazine out of it and um that's what i ended up doing and i created beyond the gravestones from that um i had a lot of time and experience in the field uh like you said i do do my own evidence review and i do collect evps um and i had a lot of experiences in my life and from that um is, is where this all came from wow so did you um, have any experiences as a child that really drove you into the whole world of the paranormal? Um, I did have some experiences in Salem, not many. Um, I had an experience um, where I was uh, paralyzed, the sleep paralysis. I wasn't able to move. And I was laying in bed, and I was young, um, and it was in Salem, and... I was laying there and I, I could only move my eyes and my alarm clock was going off. And all of a sudden a shadow, I was laying down, came from a laying down position, came up, shut my alarm clock off and then came back and disappeared into the bed. 
And when it disappeared, then I was able to move. And I just stood there and I was like, I know that happens. I saw it with my own eyes, you know, and you can't say that it didn't because I saw it. And um, I was awake. I wasn't sleeping. Um, and every morning as well, I would wake up and my comforter would be all the way across the room. Now, these houses were pretty big, so you had a lot of room. And I'd wake up and it'd be all the way in the corner. <laughs> every morning I'd be like come on guys I'd be talking to them I'd be like really like I'm cold <laughs> you know can you stop moving my blanket and they just kept doing it every day every every night that happened to me um and that's where the basis started from back when I was young it takes a lot of energy from the other side to yeah. do these things it's amazing um I hear these stories and experiences I've had my own experiences and you think about it, it's just incredible that the other side, what they're capable of. You know, when you're young and you grew up like, oh, ghosts can't touch me. They can't yeah. hurt me. It's just all make-believe. Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, but it's real, right? Yeah. And um, you don't know and truly believe it up until you experience things that, you know, you say like sleep paralysis. That's another thing that rings true to me because I've had it as well. And, and it's, it's like the mind and the spirits um, connecting and you really don't know what's happening when it's happening. All we have is the memory of it happening when it's over, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, and it absolutely. does take a lot of energy for something like that to happen too. And right. where does the energy come from for it to manifest, for it to, to pull that comforter all the way across the room? That yeah. yeah that's, that's incredible. Yeah. Do you believe that spirits roll around us no matter where we are? Yes. Yeah, I do too. It just doesn't have to be like a certain location or I believe they're everywhere. Yeah, I believe I I believe that um that the walk in the streets are earthbound. Yeah. You know, and they have the ability, they see you all the time. Um, they have the ability to connect to the physical world. It's like they say the spirit world mirrors the earth world or the earth world mirrors the spirit world. It's one or the other, you know what I mean? Because it, it's exactly, they're walking the same world, just in a different dimension. Huh. You know That's what I mean? It's something to think about, too. You know, I want to get into um, your magazine. I mean, I, I you're just, you're a really amazing writer. Thank you. Um, Tell us about how you know how it started, and you know what really made you want to write these books. Well, after doing Haunted Salem for so long, um, I always wanted to create uh, a ghostly magazine or a, a paranormal magazine, and I wanted it to be good quality. You know, um, like a good. I wanted to create a great product for for the customer and. Um, it started a few years back and then I procrastinated a couple of years. And one day I was in Pennsylvania and it was January, 2021. And I just hit me. I was like, okay, instead of procrastinating, I just did it. And what I did was I found the, the, the best program to use to make it. I researched the best program. And then um, I just learned the program. Uh, no one taught me any of this stuff. I just learned it on my own. And um, I created the very first magazine in February. And um, it sold out. It sold out when I, when I made it. The, the quality of the magazine is gorgeous. Uh, it's very high quality. So uh, for the listener out there, um, I have the magazine in my hand. Yeah, for those yeah. that are listening, for those that can see... <laughs> stream on youtube and all those other streams this is the magazine oh, the back is so nice too. whoa the back is creepy too right but this is a quality magazine that that she came out with and she's doing the beyond gravestones you should really get it. it's not a flimsy magazine it's really this good. is this is a nice texture quality work with pictures mm -hmm. and writings i love uh, locations uh, around the world and it's i think it's fascinating and it's an easy easy read which is the most the best part of all a that's very awesome. easy read in all the magazines oh i just seen um and seen that's amityville's in here too oh wow so for the listener out there um, you definitely want to pick up these magazines um 
They're amazing. So let me ask you this, Christine. Uh, let's talk about equipment that you like to use to investigate. Which type of equipment do you believe in that gives you the most validation? Um, well, what I use is I have my camera. Um, I have, uh, it, it's the DVR. I like talking to the spirits. I like the direct responses. I like knowing that when I ask a question and it comes back with any type of answer, that I'm hearing it answer my question. You know, and um, I love I love the EVPs. Um, I have a K2. I have the spirit box. But the spirit box to me is a little hard, harder to use, uh, especially with the white noise. Um, and it can go in different ways um, when you're listening to the, to the spirit box. But I like um, my my thing is definitely the EVPs. Um, that's something that I enjoy doing. I've been doing for a long time. <clears throat> Let me ask you something. Yeah. With those people that lost a loved one, which we all have, and you talk about the EVPs, is it possible that a person who is not into paranormal can talk to a mom or a dad or cousin or relative or friend who's crossed over and get a recording response of validation from the other side? Yes, because I have proof of that. My own father. I have on EVP. My father passed away in his house uh, back in 2019, uh, actually, no, 1997. And um, I actually have, and I hear him, it is my dad, and he's talking to me about where to look for things in the house. And mm -hmm. I can tell it's a spirit voice, it's his spirit voice. And it's a little distorted. Because it's from a different dimension, but it's him. And we talk, we have conversations together. So if I can do that with my own father, then yes, you can do that with your own loved ones. So what would people use? A DVR. Uh, or just on your phone, use a uh, sound recorder. A sound, so, a sound recorder app, a voice recorder app. So like on a cell phone, can I just hit record? Yeah, just get like a smart recorder and uh, just hit record. Put it down. Then, you don't want to hold it in your hand because the wind it picks right. up. It picks up the littlest sounds. So yeah. if you have TV on, you don't want a TV on. And even if it was upstairs, you can still pick it up. You know, you don't want that. So you want right. it completely quiet, and um, put it down on the the table and just start asking questions. Give about fifteen seconds in between each question, and then what I use is I use a program called Auticity where you take that recording, you put it in the program and you pull it out of a flat line. Because it's like it's like a, a wave line where you see it's a wave line or you know um, a waveform and you see your voice, you hear your voice and then in between is a flat line. So what you do is you amplify it, you pull it out and you're pulling out and amplifying, what's in that frequency and in that frequency you get those responses wow but you can't just hear it if i hit play you can't hear it with your ears you actually have to go in and extort yeah. it you know you know you know compress it you know and bring it out of that line and then you're golden you can have conversations with anyone you want if you so yeah. I think that's fascinating. That helps out a lot of people. Um, knowing that you can make contact with loved ones that have crossed over, um, does that mean that they're always around watching? Or does it mean that with the intent of the of the question, the spirit comes and starts to life? Yeah. It's all, it's, it is with the intent with the question. You know, you, you calling out to them. You know, um, you you asking them to come come and talk to you. Uh, they are listening. They are they are there. You know, and they're always with you. Um, and you can you can do that because I have proof of that. And um, I even like to go sit in cemeteries and I like to call out uh, names on the gravestones. And I have responses telling me to scram, you know, leave me alone. Or, you know, I just say, you know, I'd like, I'm coming to visit you. I'm calling out in the name of the gravestone. And they either talk to you or they tell you to go away. 
have you ever had uh, from doing that have you ever had any attachments follow you home honestly any attachments yes i've had a few attachments that i know i got rid of but um follow me home no because i always protect myself before i go into these places and i always make sure that like you know you tell them to don't follow me at the very end when you leave you say please don't follow me you know, you can talk to them like that. It's just like talking to a regular person. You just can't see them. And you just talk to them. And that's and that's what that's what it's all about. That's true. I mean sometimes yeah. they'll listen. Sometimes you know they don't like to me. You know, they don't have to listen to you, but at least you're telling them, you know, don't follow me home. It sounds like the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze, the the, the scenery describing of hmm. um he doesn't know he's gone in a sense, but yet he can still do things to yes. communicate with the physical world. And, and, and it rings so much truth that uh, the actual movie, um, myself knowing that as a paranormal uh, investigator, and I could tell the listener, yeah, spirits can't communicate with you. It's intent. It's belief. It's blocking out everything, your TV, your radio, your cell phone, mm -hmm. your distractions. You have to let everything if they clear mind, clear thoughts, and ask the spirit for communication and validation. And um, we, there's signs all around us all the time of loved ones. You can see their name pop up somewhere. You can hear a song on the radio. And yes. you're like, wait a second. It, you know, like maybe before or after you were thinking about them, things just pop up. Yeah. A cardinal, for example. A butterfly. Those are synchro synchronicities. synchronicities. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had one. My father's birthday was um, was September 10th, and uh, there was a penny on the table that wasn't there before. And I know it wasn't there before. And if you ever hear about coins that fall, you know, you know, they they put them there. And when I looked at the year, it was 1997. So it was telling me that wow, that was my father putting that there to show, hey, I'm here with you. Yeah. You know, yes, it's my birthday, and yes, that was the year that he has passed. So I knew from connection that once you have that, who, who comes into your mind, who it is, that's communication. What do you think about dreams? You know, yeah. I dream heavily myself um, where I feel like I'm somewhere else with mm -hmm. different people and the different people don't exist in the physical realm as well. What's your thoughts on, on dreams? Do we go somewhere sometimes? Um, from what I understand, your soul leaves your body so many times it comes back, goes back and forth while you while you're sleeping. I don't know where it goes, uh, but that's with um, I know I lucid dream a lot. Um, you can control your dreams and um, spirits and loved ones they can send you messages in dreams. So your dreams are very important. What I always tell people is to leave a notebook because right when you wake up you want to write down those mm -hmm. things and then start picking it apart and you can really get messages and where you're going and what you should be doing through your dreams. Absolutely. I believe that. Yeah. A lot of people do that. That That's a really, do you remember your dreams? I don't sometimes I don't, sometimes I do it, nothing that's ever paranormal though. It's weird. Like I don't remember. No, I, don't like, have I don't remember stupid dreams. Like, I'm at a deli or something stupid, like stupid stuff. And then I wake up and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, but <laughs> my dreams are completely somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. And the same group of people that don't even exist That's that I've never really... ran into. It's like a different life yeah. of a life. I never had that experience, but you have astral planning, astral projection. Yeah. Have you ever done that before? Because how do you know you're doing it? I don't. <laughs> I mean, that's what I mean. They say that you can do this process to make it happen, but where? How do I know that I'm doing it and where I am if yeah. I'm on that realm of sleeping or meditation? And then they say something about a silver cord you're attached to, and if you go too far, you can't get back. And that's where I think. Um, what's that movie? And, and There's a movie like that. What was it? Insidious. Yes. Yes. Insidious. Insidious. Yeah, that's what, what that's about. That's about astral projection. He goes too far. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. That's well, I, I was just gonna say that about myself. Stop well, I'm gonna I'll go really far. They'll cut that cord. <laughs> but that's what you could be doing, Phil, when you go off into the those other life 
of somebody else. You know what I mean? Do you think that you can be blocked from your dreams, like dream things and then just wake up and just not remember anything? I remember all my dreams and I dream every night. You dream so many dreams a night. Uh, Even if you don't remember your dreams, you're still dreaming. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. Even animals dream. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You're still dreaming. You just don't remember it. That's all. Doesn't mean you didn't dream. You might think you didn't dream, but you did. Mm-hmm. Fascinating stuff. It is. And that, that leads me to this. You know, when we watch horror movies, The Conjuring, Amityville, Annabelle, um, you ever wonder, like, sometimes you watch one of these movies and then you feel like you're not alone, and it's but it's not your subconscious. It's actually something else. Mm-hmm. Because While you have you're watching it? Yeah. Well, I know that anything I see or hear before I go to sleep, I dream about. So it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a horror movie. It could be yep. talking to me. Anything that I come in contact with before I lay down, I I dream about that. So that's a little weird too. Yeah, that's why yeah. I always put like soothing movies on when I'm ready to fall asleep because she's right about that. You don't want anything like scary in the background. <laughs> yeah. Fall asleep. But you know, if you get like a hagstone or yeah. your neck, a hagstone will stop you from your nightmares. Yeah. Like Emily Rose. It's true. It's very, very true. So I, I have a question. So you and Phil um, are working on a new book right now. Yes. Um, so what could what could you talk about, you know, without giving too much away, but just like a little tiny bit? Well, I I am absolutely um, intrigued. I I think what we've created uh, came out with so far from its story is fascinating. I think it's uh, very interesting and it's suspenseful. Um, you just want more. You just want to hear yeah. more. I don't want to stop after that hour. I'm like ah, and then I have to wait a few days and you know get more information. But it's like you always want that more. And his story is really something that needs to be told because yeah. it's a fascinating story. And um, the way that it's, it's happening, it's just, it's phenomenal of, of what the other side can do, you know, and they, you, you have helpers on the other side as well. And you not only just regarding angels, not only just, you know, um, your, your spirit guides or whatnot, but, you know, they are helping you from the other side, you know, and they are um, giving you guidance, leading you the right direction, but you have choice, you have free will, you know, so your path that you walk, you know, you walk it, but you're given these signs and signals to make sure that you do the right thing, you know, and his story is just I, I can't wait for this book to come out. It's amazing. It really is amazing. And I appreciate it. I think you're an incredible writer. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And for those, um, the name of the book coming out will be called The Family Cabin. Yes. Christina Crossetti, um, The Life of Philip Syracuse. And it's going to be, like she said, it's an amazing read with proof behind the read as yes. well. And that's important. And, um, that's very important. We share these stories with the world because we want everyone to know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe somebody doesn't believe that you had a ghostly experience or uh, you were, you've seen a UFO, you've seen something that you can't explain. People like us believe you because we have experience in this. And, you know, I consider myself a messenger, right, to help yeah. other people that these things are real. This is not fake. This is not make-believe. And your local news channels, no matter what station, is not going to tell you everything because a lot of it is scripted. There's a lot of things they cannot say. And it's up to people on these radio shows, um, podcasts, and a lot of people coming forward. Look, today, in the broad spectrum of media, how many haunting TV shows are there now? There's a lot out there, right? Uh, people are coming forward now sharing their experiences, whether it's UFOs or Bigfoot or aliens. They're feeling more comfortable. Ghosts and demons mm-hmm. and angels. They feel more comfortable because it's becoming coming more understood and there's more credibility. And everything in life does not have to have a scientific explanation of it has to happen because. 
It doesn't. There are things that are mysteries in the world. Um, and a great one for everyone to know is the pyramids, right? We could argue all day and say, well, the pyramids were built by mankind. And I disagree with that. I do too. The pyramids were not built by mankind. So then, and no one's going to tell you, your governments are not going to tell you. And I believe they know, the higher ups know what, what's out there. And, and think about it, how fascinating that we cannot even build a pyramid like that today. We mm -hmm. cannot do it. No matter how you want to put a mathematical formula of raising ground and, and pulling away dirt and thousands of slaves, it cannot be done in that symmetrical formula. So that tells you we are not alone. Yes. And it also tells me, Christine, mm -hmm. in my belief, there were uh, civilizations that were way more advanced than we are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we can't recreate anything that happened back then. You know what I mean? It's it's there's there's no way they actually they had help. It, it is in the uh, hieroglyphics, isn't it? Showing the pictures of of the extraterrestrials and you know coming down in this you know they all mean something. And I totally agree with you. I don't believe it was man made either. So then, I guess a big question I have is like city of Atlantis, right? Some people believe it. Some people believe it never existed, right? Mm. Um, I believe it. But then if city of Atlantis did exist and it doesn't exist anymore, we don't see it. We don't know, know where it is. Then does that mean that over time, everything becomes extinct only for future generations of thousands of years later to discover us? Yeah, basically. But I thought they did find it. I thought they they think they found it because there is an underground. Um, there, there. I mean, under the water, they, they didn't show it. I'm pretty sure that they thought they think they found. A they window. think, yes. Yeah, they think. You know, but the so way it that means it that out, we would be you know. we would be a discovery thousands of years later by yes. another civilization. Absolutely, absolutely. The way we discovered dinosaur bones, right? Yep. Yeah. And how many years ago were dinosaurs around? Yep. So then people in future generations are going to discover us. Bless and what you. that means is that the earth has so much residual energy from mm -hmm. everything throughout the hundreds of thousands of years that we go back, that when you do these paranormal investigations and things, we pick up sometimes things we don't understand, but yet most of these things have once walked the earth that we walk. Dinosaurs have walked this earth that we're on now. Thankfully, they're not here anymore because they're scary. But the point is, if we really think about it logically, we're going to be a discovery. Yes. Yes, absolutely. The way the way things are going. Uh, but that reminds me of an EVP that I have that I caught. It's like a residual energy or a memory that I caught because how can I be sitting in a quiet kitchen, okay, with a with a a recorder, and have it come out with this sound of bangs, bang, 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 and then you hear the train whistles, and it sounds like a metal metal working, like a, like a steam place where they they're building things, and and how do you get that out of a quiet kitchen? So I think I caught within the realm. A residual memory of a yeah. past thing that happened, but then they're teasing me with duck quacks. No, <laughs> it sounds like a duck that quacks, quack wow. quack, quack quack, and they but do the it. But the duck isn't there, huh? But the duck isn't there. But the duck isn't there. But it's in my EVPs. I have duck. You know, quacks. we, um, Julie and I, we talk about this with with other guests. It's like you you buy a home. That's new construction and it's a ranch home. There's no stairs up mm -hmm. or down, but yet you hear someone walking up and down the stairs. Yeah. Yes. But in the 1800s, there was a farmhouse with stairs. Yes. And I cannot tell you how many people have said to me, that's happened to me. That's happened to me. That's happened to me. Yeah. So what you're saying is correct. It's that residual energy that it's replaying um, over and over, over and, and over. Just at the right time, you caught it just in time to hear it. It's it's amazing. 
So would that mean in retrospect, we lose someone here in the physical realm? And let's say had they had something they did every day. Let's say they um, they had a, a specific routine that they did, and now they're gone, they crossed over, but yet we go back to the scene of their routine. Is it possible to catch that moment in time of existence? I think it's few and far between. I think you have to catch it at the right time in order to to hear it. But you talk, you, you hear these stories um, of you know the residual. The spirit walks down the stairs. It comes right out. It goes through the wall. It goes outside, and then it disappears. But every it, but it's a, it, it's a repetitive thing where it's constantly. That's what it does. It doesn't change any direction. Doesn't look in any direction. It just constantly repeats itself over and over again you know so how can you not see that sometimes then all of a sudden catch the spirit doing it you just have to catch it right at the right time right you would think right timing yes yeah it'd be the right timing you know like some sort of memory lapse mm -hmm. in 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 our in our world i mean i i don't know else how to explain it you know well yeah i mean, I mean that makes sense it's wild mm-hmm I think it's it's incredible, and and that's why we do these shows to teach people. Um, I can promise everyone listening to this show, it's heartbreaking to lose a loved one by all means, but I promise the listener out there that through the experience of myself and Christine, my wife, and other investigators around the world, there there comes a, a thing that death doesn't is a word. It doesn't exist the way we think it. It does it you'll never see the physicality but the spiritual part which is stronger than the physical parts always exist yes um and the i want people to know that so with the intent of belief and trust that you can communicate yes. with people that have crossed over you can and and what christine said in the beginning of the show uh evp get a recorder out right yeah and um it's the best way to i think that anything. is the best way you know, I, I, I'm a, a New Yorker. I debunk everything. I don't believe in anything. I didn't believe my own experiences and I have a thick skull and I want that proof. And especially with the Ouija board back in the day, I was like, oh, it's not real. It's yeah. fake. You're moving it. You're moving it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. I learned a lesson. I, and I don't advise anybody using the Ouija board. I don't care how good you are. That is a tool that, yes, it's a board. It's the board is not magical, but it's that intent that you have yeah. that's yeah. making that board more than what it is. Everybody's um, so afraid of the board. It's, it's not the board. It's not the it's board. Just the board is made by like, Parker Brothers. It is the no, intent no. that is being used while you play with well, the board. Well, you can use anything, right? A flashlight, a ward, I mean, a ward bottle. I mean, anything you can use. It's that intent. Um, but the Ouija board is something that I found more significant as a tool. Yes. Because those, those have crossed over and know exactly that what is that is. And they know what you're trying to do. Uh, and I used to try to ask trick questions, and I could tell you that the spirits don't play sometimes. They don't play games, and they'll tell you straight out on that board. You think, you think it's psychosomatic or power of thought, or you know your friend is moving it, but be careful yeah. because you're trending sometimes in waters we don't understand, yes. and they bite back. And the problem is, too, all these young kids are, you know, they're playing with the Ouija boards, and they have no idea what they're doing. Look, and dark spirits do exist whether we you believe it or not demons do exist yes um are you ever going to see a demon probably not but it doesn't mean that the demon even wants to show itself it doesn't mean that They're at all way smarter than what, what they could do is they'll say okay you tampered with me now on my watch i'm going to tamper with you when you become a certain age and meet a certain person um well, that's what they can do and they can they well, can well, actually the, the weekly board is it's eight plus Eight years old and plus. I think that is wrong to oh, have God, these little yeah. children, these kids. I didn't. You, you know, know what? I never realized it was that young. Yeah, eight years eight, old. Eight and up. That's absolutely insane. Now I made a board out of cardboard and a shark glass. It doesn't matter. You don't need a board. You can make it out True. of True. eight years old. You know what I mean? um, and demons are real because I've dealt with them my whole life, um, and I have proof of that on EVB. 
Uh, I have proof. I have EVPs that have many demons on there, and you can hear the snicker and the snarl, and you can hear them, and um, they are just... They just, they want your soul. They want to take you away. You know, I don't see them, but I, I hear them on EVP. See, that's the thing. And I had, I had yeah. portals in my house, uh, 15 years in this house. I had a portal in my bedroom and I have a demon on EVP telling me that the dead walk through my house. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I get stuff that would blow your mind. I got over 6,000 EVPs. Cause I collect them and I just been doing it for so long and I've dealt with these things in various, various situations and they are real. They are real. You know, wherever there's light, there's dark, you know, wherever there's good, there's bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't believe in one and not the other. No, you, you can't. Know? That's a very good point. People have these experiences like the old hag or seeing something at the foot, the devil at the foot of their bed. You know what I mean? My own mother had an experience like that. But that is a good point that you made. I mean, if people, you know, if there's good and bad, yeah, you can't believe in the light and not the dark because exactly, that's you know true. I mean? It is true, you know. Yeah, that's amazing, and, and that goes uh, to my next thing: is possession. Um, can a person actually become possessed by an entity? What's your thoughts? Yes. Um, I've seen it. I've seen it in my son. I've I've seen him do things uh, that uh, it just blows your mind. Uh, the way that they uh, act um, is 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 one way. Um, you know, my son had this experience where he came out of his own body and he actually saw himself walking out of his body, but he could see himself and hear himself, but he couldn't control his body, and he was just walking. He was. This happened in school. And um, I don't know how that happens, how you come out of your body, but if you're out of your body, something else is in it. Mm-hmm. Something else comes in it, you know what I mean? Because if my oh. soul is out of my body, how is my body moving? You know, and he saw himself walking, he heard himself. Next thing he knows, he wakes up out of it, comes back in his body, and he ends up in the wrong classroom, and he didn't know how he got there. Wow. Oh. How does that happen? That, that is... That's a crazy is that Is that astral plane awake? I don't know what that was. You know, that kind of reminds me, I heard a story when I was young of someone that was sleepwalking and they took their engine apart in their sleep and they woke up the next day only to find their engine all over the floor. And and I, I think there's a parallel between sleepwalking, sleep paralysis, and slight oppression with the spirit uh, where they can enter you I wish someone would sleepwalk in this house and start cleaning or something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, right? come on. <laughs> but there's so much amazing stuff out there, yeah. which which I'd like to talk about this. I mean, look, we're in the world of the unknown right now. You know, we all know what's going on and wars and, yeah. and everything else. So let's go. Let's talk about Nostradamus and some of the predictions that he made and where we are in this point in time. Christine, what's your thoughts? Uh, I, I will. I'm not. As far as uh, Notre Dame is, uh, I believe uh, that he had predictions. I believe predictions came true, and I believe predictions are still to come true. Um, I'm not sure what they are, and I know there's a lot in it. I know there's a lot um, of speculation of what he's trying to say, or if this. They're just, they're just assuming. All they're doing is assuming, oh, this is what that meant. This is right, what this meant. Right. They don't really know for sure. You know what I mean? But I think back then they definitely predicted things that would happen and that they did happen. You know, I mean, think about it. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're a little ant spinning on the world so fast you're standing still in the middle of nowhere. True. Where does that nowhere go? We're, we're in one galaxy. You know how many galaxies are around the galaxy? And then what's in each galaxy? I mean, how can, you know what I mean? Even light years away. I mean, how can you not believe that something more is out there? You know, if, if things like that can happen, I mean, I, I, I think that the predictions, like, I, I believe in them. I just don't know what they mean or where they come from. Right. You know? The interpretation of Yeah, them. exactly. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it is scary times right now. There's uncertainty. Um, but, you know, I want to tell you, by doing this radio show for so many years and having so many people on, if the earth was blown up and did not exist, I asked the question to so many guests, would the earth still exist? And it's a tough question because in physical realm, you say no. But yes, it does exist because they say we've created it through a consciousness. Yeah, so and they also there. say there's another world out there where you have a double. Oh, yeah. A double living on another planet. Most definitely. Called? Most definitely. So that means we've created everything because nothing is solid, right? We've no. created it to be solid. A table, a wall, a window. Yeah. Yeah. We create it to be yeah, solid, exactly. but we really break it down between particles and molecules. It's not solid, but we've created it through a form of consciousness, which is fascinating. Mm -hmm. We created those thoughts and, and, and we manifest these things. Then if the earth wasn't here, it would still be here because you've mm -hmm. created it through a consciousness. Yeah. It's fascinating. It's mind blowing. And I, and I really, under the microscope, I've asked the most detailed questions to some people. I think it's, it's, it's fascinating. Yes. Um, it's fascinating that they said under a microscope, the specific microscope, nothing is solid. Mm -hmm. So that means anything is possible. Anything is possible. So if anything is possible, those people, let's just let's just switch this show around a little bit. Hypothetically speaking, those that say I'm selling my soul to the devil for mm. fame, for riches, and and part of the Illuminati and all the beliefs of is that true? I believe it. I believe it uh, 100%. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. Um, Robert Johnson? I believe it. I believe they sold this soul, and you could do that. And they, uh, I actually do know how to do that, and I wouldn't recommend doing it. <laughs> but there are ways with crossroads and things that you can do that actually – you know, they say that after you do all this stuff, you know, this guy will walk up and, you know, he will be a man, but he's the devil and you sell your soul and then you become, I mean, what about the Club 27? Club 27, I mean, come on, right? Mm -hmm. Is that what we're talking about here? 27 Club, 27 Club. Yeah. You know, I mean, think about it. You know, everyone dies at 27, Why? Why is everyone passing away at 27 and they're all famous? Yeah. You know? Definitely something to think about. Mm -hmm. Which is not recommended because it's just, I think it's plain stupid to shorten your life for a little bit of fame. Um, but I hear these stories over and over and over again. This one is killed. This one is killed. Yeah. A lot mm -hmm. of rappers and singers and uh, hey, what, about what about doppelgangers? That, what about that's, doppelgangers? that's what I was looking for. The yeah. doppelganger. Yeah. You know, how many times have you been in the house and you heard your name called and no one's oh, in the house? Yeah. But oh. you saw you go to you saw your mother, but you know, walk by and then you go by and you go and you look for her and she's not there because she I can't tell you how many times that has happened here. I really? mean Oh yeah. It the mimicking too. Oh, it's, oh they they the mimic absolutely oh. they mimic you. I have an EVP that proves mimicking. They mimic my mother's voice. She didn't say a word, and I have my mother's voice mimicked by spirit. Wow. Why do they do that? They like to be mischief. They like to... Uh, With you? Yeah, they, they want to play around. I mean, I, I... Okay, I had this incident at my mother's house, okay? I was bum-rushed by a spirit. No one heard it but me. There, my 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 uh, my mother and my my fiance were in the other room, and I was sitting in the kitchen by myself. And all of a sudden, I heard this little tap 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 tap. I'm like, what? I'm looking like, what is that? Then it got faster, a little faster, a little faster. And it was like it was like bum rush, boom 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 boom. And I'm like, oh my god, like what is that? So I yelled, stop. When I yelled, stop, it stopped, right? And I was like, oh, my God, like, I just got bum-rushed by something that I can't explain coming at me in such a force. And then when I yell, stop, it stopped. I do an EVP, and he has a little, little, at, like, 
like, ha, ha, ha. He says to me, he says, oh, didn't I scare you just a little bit? <laughs> I was like, oh, you little. <laughs> he was doing it on purpose. Didn't I scare you? He had that little voice that said, you know, a little sneak that didn't I scare you just a little bit? Oh, wow. That's creepy. It is. Yeah, that's kind that'll of make you sick if one of my else heard it. You know what I mean? And then how do you lose video? Tell me how you lose a live video feed of four minutes within the video. Okay, so so we have recording in our house that shows inside the house. And my mother kept saying to me, something is throwing my coffee. Now, she has her coffee in front of her, and she's falling asleep. She's tired. And next thing you know, she's covered in coffee. And this mm -hmm. happened night after night after night. And um, she was in direct sway of a mirror that was in the other room. And spirits are in mirrors because I had to deal with a couple of them. Okay. Now we go now we go look on the feed to see what's happening, right? So we're looking and you see the napkin move from one side of the table to the other all oh. of a sudden, right? Next thing you know, four minutes of feed is gone, and where that coffee was gonna come in. To be thrown at her, all you see is her falling asleep and then picking up the mess. So where did that four minutes go? They yeah. didn't want you to see it happening. So wow. they, they actually did something and stopped it from showing you. How does that happen? Explain that to me. I don't I've experienced that. something similar to that. I have, they call it politrix that the spirit yes. can do. And I, I think yeah. it's intriguing, it, it amazing. It's, <laughs> It's, um, hey, a lot of people ask us, well, they say, so we get pictures of apparitions of people, ghosts that crossed over and, and these haunted locations or cemeteries. And then the question comes, well, then why don't we have pictures of dinosaurs? Because mm -hmm. they were alive. Why we have pictures of dinosaurs? Because, well, yeah, yeah there wasn't the cave. No. Well, no. No, now. Oh, now no, they have pictures of dinosaurs. Now I've seen them. You have pictures of a dinosaur? No, I've seen them on I've seen them on the shows and uh, security feeds that look just like little little hoppers. I'm talking about the big dinosaurs that are like a thousand feet tall. Okay, do I mean do we? I don't know. There's got to be land in this earth that has not been explored yet. I mean, there's aliens, extraterrestrials living in our ocean. You can go how how far can you go in the ocean before you explode or implode yeah, or whatever? Yeah. You can't go that far down there, right? So there's something down there. And and if Area 51, how can you have nine miles wide and nine miles deep of a hole? I'd like to know that too. Nine miles deep. How long how deep that is? What are they doing down there? Are they they, they making hybrids for wars? What, you know, that's what I heard. I heard they're making hybrids uh, to instead of uh, uh, instead of you know the guns. They they just release these these beasts that they're they're making. I mean, you know, you don't know what's going on down there. That's true. And the true. other mystery is the moon. There's people are coming forward saying there there's beings in the moon. Yes, I mean, yes. and that's why we have not been back it's there. It's just. Uh... Uh, you know, we just end up with just more questions. I think it's fascinating field. Your of, brain just uh, keeps going and going. Yeah. And it's limitless. It just it just doesn't it stop. Really exactly. Because I did uh, hear um, evidence of someone that did work at Area 51, uh, and they did say that, you know, you weren't allowed to talk to anybody, you weren't allowed to look at anybody, but the things that are going down over there is just phenomenal, and there are ETs, and there are things going on, and, you know, back in the day, these things weren't discussed, but now, nowadays, you know, it's all over the place, and now you even got the government saying, okay, yeah, on the news, right? Are they released on the news? Oh, yeah. They're happening now. So, you know, they lied this whole time, when you know something's going yeah. on, why? For, for, for public Ten health. years ago, they said Area, Area 51 didn't exist. Now, all of a sudden, oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That's what yeah, I mean to the listener yeah. out there is that, look, you want the truth? Listen to shows um, that are out mm -hmm. there that people are putting together that are talking about their experiences hands-on because, quite frankly, this is the only way you're going to get this information. This has been a fast show. Christine, yes. where uh, can we find all of your books and everything? 
Okay. Yep. Um, Amazon. Uh, right now, I have Amazon. Um, you can get the hardcover. Now you have the hardcover book. There you yep. go. Yep. Um, you get the hardcover book on Amazon. You have the e-Kindle. Um, and if you go to the website, um, which is uh, beyondthegravestones.wixsite, wixsite.com, and that's backslash BTGPM, which is, you know, Beyond the Gravestones Paranormal Magazine. Um, you can find those links on, on my social media, on my Facebook, but it'll take you to the store. You get digitals, digital copies. Uh, if you just want a digital copy. Um, right now, the hard copy of the magazines are a little behind, uh, but we're working on the uh, the hard copies of the magazine, what you have in your hand. Um, yes. The hard covers right now are available. Uh, uh, they're available 6 through 11 right now because I'm working on 12. Okay. Awesome. They are amazing. So, everyone, I have the books. Definitely get them. I mean, mm -hmm. so the Horsefly Chronicles Home, issue 11, is on Amazon. Philip Syracuse, it says the Horsefly Chronicles House. Um, this is such a quality book, hot cover. I'm blown away by the, the work you've done Thank you. on these books. The magazines are no joke. They're serious. They're quality. These are good reads to the listener out there. Yeah. They're really good reads. These are reads that were just put together. These are reads that go into detail about each location. And it really is an abundance of knowledge. We And the family cabin, I'm so be, I'm so proud of working with you, Christine. I know that, you know, it's going to be uh, amazing, amazing the way it's, it's starting to come out. And, and I've been to that cabin many times, but it was very creepy. So <laughs> the book that um, maybe mid-October, end of October, um, you know, we'll let everyone know the family cabin by Christina Crosetti. You definitely want to get that book. Everyone, this has been a great show. Christine, thank you so much for thank coming, you for coming on. on. Thank you for having me. And Julie, wrap it up. All right. So special thank you to Carnation for fully sponsoring the show from day one. We love them. Um, please join us next Monday night uh, at the same time on 105.3 FM from New Orleans. And stay tuned for Trishmo with the Missing Pizza. Everyone, have a safe, great night. Thank you for listening. Please Thank share you, the Christine. show. Get some of those books on Amazon that Christine put out. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Good night. Good night.